Good morning, everybody. This is Simone Faith here. At, uh, you know, it's funny. I thought I paid you already. I'm going crazy. I'm tired. Thank you, hon. This is Simone Faith here, 252 Beauty Supply, located in Moyoc, North Carolina. Thank you. I want to tell you guys that today is just a beautiful day here in um, Moyoc. Now, don't get me wrong. It is a little cold, but it's nothing that we can't handle. Today's topic um, is going to be on various things, guys. First, I want to talk about how do you feel about the interest of going up? Now, if the interest, thank you, if the interest goes up, you guys, right now where I'm at, it's like uh, 6.75. So it sounds like a lot, but, you know, I think everybody has gotten accustomed to paying that. I'm sure through the years it has definitely been smaller, but right now that is where we are. Now, understand this. If the interest go up, you guys, which it is going to do. So that's like if a package of eggs is $10, with the way that they're going to raise interest, then the eggs will be like $20, okay? And if you guys pay attention, when you go in the grocery market right now, the eggs are extremely high. Even if you get the cheapy, the off-brand, you know, the Food Lion, the Kroger, whoever brand, it's very cheap. Um, I think I had bought some cage-free eggs simply because I think those are better eggs. Thank you. You too, huh? I think those are better eggs, you guys. I bought those things, and listen, I paid almost $10 for some eggs. Needless to say, I have not went back to purchase no eggs. Now, some people will laugh at that. Some won't. But I'm going to be honest. I have not went back at all to purchase no eggs, nor am I interested. And listen, I need eggs for a variety of things. You know, um, I buy most of the time store-bought cakes, so, okay, that doesn't affect me, but forget that. I do not want eggs with my waffles no more. I'll find a different way to eat tuna because here's the reality. Can I afford $10 for a carton of eggs? The answer to that is yes. I typically buy eggs once every week and a half. Well, it's not worth it. I'm really the only person that eat the eggs. Most of the time they will go bad because no one is eating them fast enough. And that's ridiculous, you guys. I mean, you know, that's ridiculous. Now, some of my necessities have completely changed. Um, inflation has already hit us. But according to the Fed, we need this inflation, okay? We need this inflation so that we can balance out. What does that mean? That means we are going damn near into a depression. But listen, I have been telling you guys this for a very, very long time. So don't act like I'm just now telling you guys this. I've been telling you guys this for a long time. When they were saying we wasn't in a recession, I was telling you guys, yes, we are in a recession. When they was telling you that the job market is fine, I was telling you guys, no, it's not. Okay, people all around me could not find jobs. And the only jobs that seem to be fruitful that everybody um, is talking about is um, fast food. Yes, they're hiring everywhere, fast food. Fast food is hiring everywhere. And listen, even if it pays good, fast food is not for everybody. Everybody cannot Everybody can't, cannot um, deal with fast food, you guys. Let me just say that. Everybody cannot deal with fast food. Um, I couldn't. Uh, some of the people you have to cook for, they complain if you put mustard on their burger. And they will throw it back at you. You know, when you're dealing with um, people, 
in the world, any type of customer service, it's no telling what you're going to get, and that's just me being honest. Some people are dreadful to deal with, and I mean dreadful on every level. So, you guys, think about that inflation. Think about how it's going to impact you guys. You know, once upon a time, I told you guys maybe a year ago, pivot. If you owned a business, I told you guys, pivot. Do something different. Sell some different items. I, I was telling everybody, fill their stores completely up with whatever they buy right now while it's relatively cheap. That is what I was, well, not even cheap, reasonable. You know, whatever you need to get, get. You know, because things in China is not cheap in, anymore, you guys. 20, 30, 40 years ago, that might have been true. But let me tell you what's going on now. What's going on now is this. China, to ship it, costs just as much as if you're purchasing the product itself, if not double, sometimes triple. And if you are a person who likes to buy from Alibaba, AliExpress, or any of those um, forms to buy anything, then you know that I'm not lying. It used to be a time you could get the stuff from them and sell on Amazon and make a killing. You can't do that anymore. Shipping is breaking everybody off. So pay attention, you guys, to this inflation. Really listen to when the feds come out and they say how much. If you don't know, get your calculator. Get a percentage calculator that do on and off and put, put in $100 off of whatever the percentage is because you're going to know exactly how much you're going to spend each and every time. All right, guys, we're going to move off that conversation, and we're going to talk about homelessness in California. Listen, you guys, listen. I've been out here um, in the South since 2011, right? So you guys could do the math on that. It has been a while since I have touched down in California, but I have recently. And listen, California is horrible. Do you guys hear me? I can't make this up. I will not lie to you. California is terrible. Now, listen, that does not mean that California does not have areas that are rich, rich, beautiful, because they do. They have areas that are beautiful. They have areas where you can look um, over a cliff and you're looking at the beaches and the lakes. But let me tell you about reality where most people are living. Do you guys know San Diego City? The homes out there are like 800000 and listen, it is pure deep poverty. I can't make this up. I mean, first, you're really close together like a rat. Your house almost costs a million dollars, and you're living in poverty. I'm talking about with gunshots over your head. I'm talking about the veterans have a place. Um, they have a place in Los Angeles close to Skid Row where it's tent city, but only for veterans. You know, that's kind of sick, you guys, when you think about it, because you have to think about, my goodness, these are people who fought for this country, right? Um, some of them lost their lives. They lost their families. You know, things happened while they were fighting the war, and the best thing that we could do for them, here was the best thing that we could do for them. Keep them homeless, give them a small check, and not help them. That was the best thing we can do for the people in our country who fought for us. Because I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'm not going to get out here and fight for this country. I'm sorry. They haven't made they haven't made a country like uh, USA that I want to fight for. I simply will not do it. 
some people may say, why? Why wouldn't you fight for your country if something happened? While I think America is the best place to live in the world, and I do, I think that America has forgotten about their people. I think America do not care about their people. I think that they have abandoned us. You know, I think that they have forgot uh, that we are America. That's my personal opinion. I think that they have forgot that. I think that they don't know about Americans anymore and they don't know how to help us that is what i think i think that they have forgot that uh this country was built on people right and they have let us go i don't think that they realize how much americans need help and we need help right here in america when i saw the veteran skid row i was mortified i had saw it on tv and you know what i thought to myself it could not possibly be that bad you know this is an exaggeration this is just what i thought it could not possibly look like this there's no way there's no way that we would have veterans outside of the veteran building living in tents like that I mean, 10 on 10 on 10. And let me tell you, the veterans treat those tents like it's their home. They get out there and they sweep the sidewalk. They're picking up feces. They're going to empty. This is insane, you guys. What has happened to America? I was born and raised in Los Angeles. And listen to this. When I was growing up, the only place that homeless people was like really like a big amount of overcrowdedness was Skid Row. When you would go down there and shop through through the district, you was afraid to turn down Skid Row, okay? Now, listen, I'm not a scary person, but I definitely didn't want to encounter people on Skid Row because not everybody is homeless. There's a lot of people out there that are gangbangers, drug dealers, um, real killers out there, you know. You know, some people are just out of their mind, right? They they may wake up mad and want to hit you upside your head. This is the honest-to-God truth, so it was so crazy to turn around and see so many of these people like this. And I just kept thinking about America. I kept saying America has has failed us. America has failed the public. And you know what's crazy is whether you are a Republican or a Democrat, they have failed us. They have failed us. They are going with what's popular to whoever the most popular party is. They are pushing a completely different agenda. <clears throat> you know, people say, well, what can we do about homelessness? What should we do? Some people say put the homeless people on a island, right, A island, and send them away. Now, how crazy is that, you guys? Why would you put the people on an island and then send them away? Why would you do that? What would make you want to do that, right, because they're still humans because they don't live in a big house like you listen to this sorry guys i'm hungry america what has america done for any one group of people Hmm? we all suffer we all are struggling this is why i tell people when you come to america yes this is the land of milk and honey i do think so but you have to work hard to get it. You can't come here, want to move in Hollywood and look at the name Hollywood and think that all of your dreams and wishes are going to come true. It's not true. A lot of people are homeless. 
A lot of people are hungry. Some people go to bed and only eat one meal a day. They can't afford three meals a day. People are barely making it. Here in America, most of the households don't even have $500 in their savings. I know. I used to be one of those people. I simply didn't have it. I didn't have it. I was literally living check to check, paying bills and taking care of children. This is why I raise my children different from me. You don't need four and five kids. You simply don't. That's great if you want four and five kids, but if you don't have the the means to take care of four and five kids, keep your legs closed. Why have more children for them to be poor, right? If you're not going to ingrain in them some some sensibility and knowledge and education and financial financial literacy, Close your legs. People are having kids because they are in love with their boyfriends. They're in love with their girlfriends. Same-sex couples are having kids because one of them want want to have a kid. And the other one probably really don't, but since the other one do, let's have one, right? And we have failed, them. We have failed America. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the most heartbreaking thing that I saw. Children intent with their parents. Mm-hmm. I can't make it up. Children, husbands and wives, right? Where the husbands where the husbands don't leave, where the husbands haven't left their their uh wives, they stay there. But can you really feel protected? Um I was talking to some of the people and you could see where some of the people had been stabbed and beaten, right? The women have been raped, and they beat up the husband, but they still stay together. And no one's helping them. You know, the welfare state, we can't help you because you don't have a, a, a address for us to send the mail to. This is crazy. But we will help any foreigner <clears throat> that come here from any country, any country, including me, because my family was from Nigeria, so we would help anybody come from anywhere, give them all of our resources, and the people right here in America, born and raised, born and raised, can't get any help. I remember when my husband um, was in the military and he was an E3, we was poor. Listen to me. That's all good to go into the military, but I don't suggest you going there with the family, because if, if you start off as an E3, you poor. You poor. You're too poor to survive, and you're too poor to get food stamps. You you absolutely have to lie because if you're making $600 every two weeks, you're making enough money to survive. The government really don't want to help you. And the government, you guys, if you think about it, they are not designed to really help you. They are not designed for that. People say they will, but the government is designed to keep you in poverty. Have you guys ever really thought about that? Like when people get on welfare, you could get on welfare as long as you don't have a husband. If you have a man living in your house, right, they want to give you hardly nothing to zero. You have to lie and say your husband or your boyfriend don't live in the house. They want to know where do you have sex at, how much is in your bank account. Um, if you have a brand-new car, sell it. Is there any way you could turn it in? I mean, the government is designed to keep you in poverty, Right? And that's sad because the government is breaking up homes, people who want to be together. My grandmother told me 
the one that raised me before she died. She said that Section 8 used to be you couldn't have a man living with you at all. It didn't matter if you was married. It didn't matter if you had um, a baby daddy or whatever and you guys was together 14, 15 years. None of that mattered. If you got on Section 8, right, you couldn't have a man living with you. And my grandmother used to tell me that she would go to some of her friends' house and the dudes would have to jump out the window because they was doing pop-up inspections, right? So you're doing pop-up inspections and poverty-ridden neighborhoods to break up families even more. Our society does not celebrate husband and wife and raising their children. Our society is deplorable. That's almost abnorm to celebrate a spouse and your children. It's almost abnormal. I can't believe it. So I'm walking in um, California, and everything is different. On um, Western Manchester, that used to be a very viable area. Now, listen, it was always bad over there, right? At least when I was growing up, 1989, 1988, you know, it was bad. But right now, it's dangerous, right? It's dangerous. Uh, in 88, 89, you could walk the streets if you lived in the area because you probably knew everybody and nobody was going to harm you. If anything, they was going to watch out for you, right? It was a little scary in some spots to walk through at night. Sometimes, you know, everybody told you not to walk through at night because you knew what was going to happen. But right now, it used to be a Bank of America. See, I tell people, pay attention to businesses that come in your area and pay attention when businesses start leaving your area. Because if businesses start leaving your area, that, that might be a sign that you need to pick up and go. And that's a fact. That might be a sign that you need to leave, right? As long as everything is going good, and your area is booming, it's new construction, you're in a great area. But pay attention because every every area seems to go through cycles. Every 10 or 20 years, things change, right? Now, in California, um, it used to be, I guess, a lot of white people, right, way back in the heyday. Then black people start moving in by the droves, running from the south because of all the Jim Crow laws. And, you know, you really couldn't make it with your family. And somebody might kill your family on a whim here in the south. I think the biggest thing that may have hurt the south was the slave became free because you realize how many people didn't want to work. They didn't want to do hard labor. They wanted somebody else to do hard, free labor for them, right? So the south is really different. Of course, you still have your racism. That's never going to go nowhere. You're always going to have people who don't like people because they are of a different ethnic background. That's just what it is. But more than ever, black people are moving back to the South. You know why? Because it's livable, or it was anyway. I have people that was moving back to the South 18, 19, 20 years ago, and that's when I should have came, <clears throat> when homes was really dirt cheap and you could get property for nothing, and the same property now that you get for 25000 is worth a million dollars. That's crazy. People came back to the South because the city is scary. The city is scary, you guys. It's scary. You don't know what's going to happen. Have you guys ever seen a bunch of homeless people sleeping in tents right by your job, 
You're trying to go in and out, and it seems to only be in the big, big cities that this is happening in. I think for the first time in, in five years was the first time I saw somebody holding a sign at the food lion I live by asking for money. I've never seen that in five years. So that lets me know that it affects everybody. Some places are just worse than others. You know, when I was growing up, they used to have like an asylum, like places you could put people where, when they were really mentally ill. But guess what? They've closed most of them down. Mm-hmm. And kicked the people out of there. Mm-hmm. And where do you think the people went? On the streets and in jail. Mm-hmm. That is where they went. You guys, you have to see California. I mean, I won't lie to you. It breaks my heart. You have to see California to believe it. Seeing is believing. And I'm going to be honest with you. It is so sad to see those people and that many people in the street. And I'm going to tell you, that's not the worst of it. Feces, urine, everywhere. 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 And let me tell you what make it crazy. While the people are homeless, they, they drinking bottles of Patron. Hennessy. You name it, they are drinking it. You say, why is that happening? Because, you know, listen, if you're already homeless and you're out on the street in the cold, a lot of people drink their sorrows away. A lot of people. They don't even want to think about what's going on in the world. They just want it to pass by them, right? They want to wake up every day and be drunk because that reality has to be disturbing. Because how do you wash your body every day? How do you wash your clothes? How do you keep from getting infections and bug bites and all this rape, okay? You know how many women get raped out there in the tent? It's crazy. And let me tell you, people are just preying on them. You know how many drug dealers come down there and sell drugs to the homeless and set up a tent and run drugs day and night to the to the weary? Lord have mercy. You guys, it's terrible. You know, that's why it's so hard for me not to think negative about all these millionaires and billionaires that's running around. Like, they're making schools in Africa, and these wealthy people are, are adopting everything nationality child and they're doing this and they're coming on TV saying they have 18 cars and and they have this why won't the wealthy that is in America help the poverty stricken people because the middle class is doing it okay the middle class is doing it daily most people daily when they see somebody asking for a dollar or 50 cent or change you give it to them most not all but with the wealth that is in America, how can Americans explain how they can have people living like they're in third world countries? How? They have been trying to tear up America for years. And, you guys, it really started when they took the industries, you know, the industrial ages out of here. You know, America used to make a lot of their own stuff. We no longer make it. America really used to be a force to be reckoned with. No more. They sent all of our jobs overseas. They got rid of good-paying jobs for Americans, took them over there so that they could pay the people nothing. America America have exploited and used people forever. And I'm going to tell you, 
if you guys do your research, America's broke, and they've been broke. They've been broke a very, very, very long time. Broke. Okay? I don't know why people don't know that we're not broke. We've been broke for years and years upon years. All we do is exploit people. We take from the weak. We steal. We steal and we take and we conquer. This is why I tell you America has a penalty to pay. Blood is on their hands. Okay? We have no respect for the homeless and the elderly. Lord have mercy. You guys, it is so many people. 55 and older on the streets. Imagine that because I'm 50. So can you imagine being homeless as you get old, okay? If you had a choice, if you could be homeless, let me be homeless while I'm young, if I have to be. But can you imagine getting old, then being homeless, and all of your so-called family, they won't even rent you a closet. They won't even put you in their closet nowhere. You're on the street. Mm-mm-mm. You guys, it's terrible. It's terrible. I was talking to my uncle the other day, and he told me that um, his son's mother was living somewhere in California. And listen, to live in the slums, he said it was 2500 In the slums. To live in the slums is 2500 He put her in a place for 4500 and she had no A.C., Okay, they wanted more money if your apartment was air conditioned. How crazy is that? People are getting rich off the backs of the poor. They know that people can't afford this. They know people are struggling, and the people don't care. It's all about money. You know my personal opinion. I think they need to do away with the whole system. Go back to the bartering program. Let people have to work the land or trade a service or something. Let people do that. Instead of all these people working and getting paid gazillions of dollars and everybody else poor, get some land. Work your land. Show me your trade. What can we barter? This is crazy, you guys. For as long as I can remember, and I don't know what year they started, where they started making houses and charging people astronomical rates for everything. Because my grandmother said she was from Louisiana, and she was born, like, in 1921. And she said when she was growing up, she had uncles and stuff where they build their own houses. They build their houses. They didn't pay 20, 30, 40, 50,000. When, when people were slaves, they built houses for the slave masters, right? And you mean to tell me you can't get people to build houses for free and let people live in them? You can't do that? Of course you can. Of course. If we could give millions of dollars to Ukraine and give them tanks and ships and this and that, shouldn't we be able to help the poor in America? Isn't that what God calls us to do? Isn't that? Shouldn't we think of others before ourselves? And we always can help. If you don't have monetary dollars to give, give your time. Give a skill you have. Help. Maybe there's an older person in your neighborhood that you know is older. Maybe she can't mow her lawn anymore. Maybe she can't sweep up the leaves. Go help. That's the best thing you can do is help your neighbor who can't help themselves, but we don't do that. We're not remotely interested in doing that, not even remotely. America has become nothing but the great users. We're all very racist, all of us. There's no such thing as, oh, I have, I'm not racist. I hate when I hear racist people say, 
I have a black friend or a black person. I have white friends. If this is your friend, why do we need to segregate it so much? If you have friends, why can't it be friends? Why why do it have to be I have black friends or I have white friends? This world is very, very crazy. And listen, you guys, let me say this before I let you go. If you don't believe in the Bible, kick yourself in the butt. Kick yourself in the butt. Because all of this was predicted from the beginning, right? And now in my day and age, in my era, you can see it. Marriage is not important anymore. People don't even want to get married, nor do our government promote the sanctity of a husband and a wife. They do not promote that. They promote everything but that. We have no more people to look up to. Our kids' heroes are stinking rappers, basketball players, football players. These are their heroes, people who are sleeping with men and women, cheating on their wives. They on their third or fourth wife. They having a baby with everybody. They opening up their butt, telling dudes to lick the cream. That is your daughter's and your son's hero. Tramps, hoes, cheaters, fornicators, pedophiles. This is their hero. Something's wrong with the world because they're okay with that. You remember when Homeboy came out and and put the blood in his shoe? You would have thought that that would have been enough for America to come together as a God-fearing world and bandit. Oh, brother, no. Homeboy sold out of his shoes. Who's the weirdos in the world who want a drop of real human blood in their shoe as they're walking? Who is the weirdo who wants that? Who is the weirdo that watched his videos where he slid down the pole um, giving a lap dance on Satan? You know what's funny is this. Everybody is looking at that laughing, but Satan is waiting on you, baby. He's waiting for you to get to hell, whatever that rapper name is. He's waiting for you to come. You think you're going to be sliding on 100 dicks maybe because Satan is waiting on you. He's waiting to torture you. He's smiling with you because you don't know how ignorant you are. He's laughing with you. The, The biggest laugh in the world is going to be when people lose their life and wake up in hell or heaven. That's going to be the laugh, okay? Because I guarantee you, when that happens, people won't be laughing. Everybody live in this world like they won't die, and they don't have a maker to me. Everybody. I used to live like that. When I was living wild, I never thought about God one time. He never entered my mind about going to heaven or hell. I was only focused on doing the raunchy things that I was doing. And I could say that easily. And I know other people are doing that right now. That's why it's easy for me to tell you, you live in a lie. Everybody is living like he's not going to come back. Nothing's going to happen. That when I die, I just go to dirt. What if you're wrong? Why wouldn't you want to live your life with caution? Because so many people are dying every day. There is no date that people know when they're going to die. You don't know. You wake up in the morning, you get on the plane, the whole plane blow up. That was it. You fool. How could you not know that any day your life is required of you? Why wouldn't you want to spread the word and try to help as many people as you can to turn 
their ridiculous life around? Why wouldn't you want to help as many people as you possibly could? Why are we walking around not helping people? We see our babies having sex with grown men. We see children dropping out of school. We see people beating up their mothers, raping their mothers. We see people with no respect for the elderly. Why are we not stepping in as a people and helping each and every person that we come across? Our goal in this life should be to help souls and get them to God. That should be the goal for me, you, and everybody within uh, arm's reach of my word. Everybody. That's what we should be doing. And let me tell you this to you guys. Stop harboring hate. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. All right? Some of you guys are 70 and still talking about what your dad did to you when you was 12. Let it go. Do not die with unforgiveness. Let it go. If your mother didn't raise me, mine didn't raise me. I used to hate her. I don't hate her now. I thank her, and I thank God that I came through her because I came through her was not a mistake, okay? I was led to God, and I needed everything to happen to me that happened. I forgive her, and I ask God to bless her every day. I hope her life is prosperous. Stop hating these people, okay? Some of these people are doing just what you're doing. We have generational demons following us. Somebody has to be strong enough to break the curse. Somebody, right? Let it be you. Stop hating your children and not talking to family members. Stop making a great divide amongst your children. This one you love this month. This one you hate this month. All your children are your children. Love them all. Grow up, people. Learn to let go. Really let go. Don't say you just let go because it sounds good. Get on your knees and cry it out. What you can't handle, give it to God. Believe me, he can take anything you can't. Let it go. I'm so tired of hearing people 50, 60, 70. You almost dead. And you're talking about what somebody has done to you, and they're dead. They're already dead. They're dead. You can't bring them back, so you living a lie. Your whole life is phony because you haven't forgave anybody. You have to walk with Christ. Is it easy? No, no, no. Is it doable? Absolutely. All right, you guys, this is Simone Faith here at 252 Beauty Supply located in Moyak. If you ever in the area, stop by. I would love to talk to anybody that listens to me on the podcast. Remember, you can email me at SimoneFaith at 252Beauty.com. You can ask any questions. And you could give us the topic that you want to hear about. All right, bye, you guys. You guys have a great day and enjoy. I will talk to you Monday. Bye-bye.